are listening to Conversations with Nathan Latka, where I sit down and interview the top SaaS founders, like Eric Wan from Zoom. If you'd like to subscribe, go to gitlatka.com. We've published thousands of these interviews, and if you want to sort through them quickly by revenue or churn, CAC, valuation, or other metrics, the easiest way to do that is to go to gitlatka.com and use our filtering tool. It's like a big Excel sheet for all of these podcast interviews. Check it out right now at gitlatka.com. API was launched. API Deck was launched in 2018. They're doing $50,000 a month today in revenue, up from $25,000 a month just a year ago. So 100% year-over-year growth, serving 75 customers, helping them to connect to APIs faster. They service over 100 connectors right now across nine different categories like e-commerce or HR tools or CRM tools. They're burning net burn $30,000 per month right now, but they have plenty of cash. They're sitting on a million-dollar seed round raised last year with a cap between $10 and $15 million. And looking at raising more later this year as he goes and aims to build a deck of corn. Hey folks, my guest today is GJ DeWild. He's a builder of directories, a second time founder, and today co-founder and CEO of API Deck. He's interested in APIs, PLG, network effects, open source, and the developer experience. Again, you can follow along at apideck.com. They help developers build integrations faster. GJ, you ready to take us to the top? Yeah, definitely. Thanks for inviting me. You bet. So when you say help developers build engine, build integrations faster, it sounds sort of like it sounds like Zapier a bit. Is that the right thing way to think about you? Yeah, that's what many companies think, but we go actually one layer beneath that to really deliver the APIs bare metal, where you're able to tap into multiple API categories, where we actually take that standardization for us and where we try to build a developer experience similar like you used to from Stripe, Twilio and other API first companies and try to bring that to every SaaS API integration you're building. So are you helping like if FounderPath wants to launch our own API, you'd help us launch that or you'd help my engineers work with other APIs? We help your engineers connect to other APIs. That would be the setup. I see. So like Kodat, for example, does this in the fintech space or or Plaid and Teller do this for financial data and bank transactions. This is what you're doing, but to connect to any SaaS platform. Exactly. And Kodat is one of our competitors. Ah, okay. Are you better than them? Definitely. We have another approach. I think they're trying to target a different segment. We're working really towards SaaS companies to handle different integration needs, not only to commerce data and accounting data, we go beyond that. So we try to be the holistic provider to solve your integration needs with one unified API player. And what are customers paying you on average per month? It's around 10K. Per month? Uh, Per month. No, sorry, that's per year. So it would be around 800, 900 in MRR. Okay. And what do you upsell against? Is it number of API connections launched, number of API calls per month? How do you price? Number of API calls is an important lever for us, but also the amount of unified APIs customers are using is an important one. And also why customers love us is the fact that we don't try to cap it based on the amount of customers that they're linking to integrations. So they're able to use our building blocks to build any integration workflow, and that really helps them solve a lot of different use cases. And how many customers do you have today? Currently, we have around 75 paying customers globally, and that ranges from pre-revenue companies to public companies even. 
That's amazing. So can I take 75 customers at 850 bucks a month? You're doing about 63, $64,000 a month in revenue. Uh, we are getting there. Yeah. When we can you actually hit? initially start with another product, which is lower in ACV size. So it's a bit of a blend of the two. So are you, what, what's, what's MRR today? Like 50,000? Around 50,000. Then we're going to be at 1 million ARR very soon. That's amazing. Can you hit 1 million ARR this year, you think? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And if you're at $50,000 a month today, where are you exactly one year ago? We were at one year ago, we were at like 25K. Wow. So, and have you, so you've doubled over the past year. Have you done this bootstrapped or have you raised uh, capital, GJ? We actually raised some funding from angels. We have a lot of VC interest, but we're actually trying to uh, hit the right metrics first before actually uh, putting the pedal to the metal and really putting rocket fuel and to, to get like the, the most market share. So at this point, we didn't raise VC money yet. How much did you raise from angels in what year? Uh, more than 1 million that I can say of. And you did that last year? Oh uh, yeah, most of it we did last year. And was that on a safe and uncapped safe, or did it have a cap? Uh, it was capped to a certain amount. Yeah. How do you negotiate the cap? Five million, ten million? Uh, it's actually larger than that. So we're really trying to to build a high growth company. So we put it high enough to to also make it worth for for the rest of the team and make sure that we can hit the right metrics and all can also can convert it at uh yeah an advantage for us as the team when you say high you mean something like 15 million it's a little bit uh between 10 and 15 let us say that's perfect how were you able to get that cap considering you were only doing at the time twenty five thousand a month in revenue good question i think what charms are angels was mostly the amount of customers that are coming in bounds discovering API deck as a platform, also the amount of connectors and APIs we already shipped with a very small team. How many? And also the TAM. Um, how many APIs have you shipped? Now around nine, nine. We just shipped an e-commerce API and issue tracking API last month. So it's going fast. How many, so like when you say, a, you know, API shipped, you mean like the HubSpot API you now connect with the sales, like, like, what do you mean by that? APIs are really the unified APIs that we have, like accounting data is one of those e-commerce data, CRM data, Got HRS it. data. So just to be clear, like you have CRM API and then you list Zoho, Salesforce, Pipedrive, and then you have HRIS API, file storage API. So when you say nine APIs, that's you have nine categories of APIs launched, like CRM, Correct. file storage, accounting. But under each of those, there's a bunch more integrations. How many do you have under each of those altogether? Now, a little bit more than 100 recently. So we're shipping a lot of new connectors. I think we had like 15 in the last four weeks. So it's going How do you fast. keep these all up to date? I mean, we we integrated FounderPath maybe like six or seven APIs, and they're always changing. I mean, it takes two full-time engineers just to keep them up to date every week. How do you keep a hundred of them up to date? Good question. We initially invest a lot of resources in trying to automate as much as we can of the magic internally by looking at how others' APIs behave. 
creating specs around those APIs like to have a real contract, how they should behave. And then we built our own API monitoring solution, which is open source called Portman. And that enables us to monitor those APIs for changes. And that can also help us with scaling and making sure that the integrations that our customers are relying on, that they don't break and that we can also easily scale now from the 100 connectors in the coming years to 1,000 or maybe 2,000 different connectors for our customers. Very cool. When did you launch the company? What year? We launched it uh, in 2018 with our first product and actually launched only our first unified APIs uh, one and a half year ago. So between 2018 and 2021, when you guys, it sounds like you were maybe pre-revenue, um, how are you making money? How are you paying your bills? Yeah, at that time, it was mostly my brother and me uh, at that time. And we were already closing some customers. We had a few uh, small angel tickets and that enabled us to really build the foundation that we were able to use today to really scale out the platform, map difficult APIs to our platform are really were able to focus on quality and that enabled us to accelerate now in the past two years as well. And how do you think today about profitability? Are you guys generating a profit monthly today or are you still burning money each month? We're still burning each month, but it's uh, manageable at this point. And we're also looking to like raise VC money um, in the upcoming year. So that's our, that our, that's our target at this point to make sure that we can really invest in the right things, that we can get like the most market share, because this is really a tough problem for a lot of yeah. companies. The number of SaaS companies is exploding. I don't need to tell you, uh, you're well experienced in the area, but that's also a large opportunity because everyone needs integrations. If you don't have integrations, you're dead in the water. And you need to integrate with larger platforms like NetSuite, Workday, but also Salesforce. And those companies are never going to integrate with you. And that's where you really can benefit from the power of unified APIs. So when you say you're still burning today, how much are you burning? What's net burn per month? I would say around 30K at this point. Does that make you nervous at all? No, not at all. We have a lot of great investors who are looking to to do more. So no, not at all. So you mentioned you're maybe raising here later this year. How much are you targeting to raise? It really depends on the market environment. Uh, we don't know yet. It, it really depends. Mm -hmm. How? What would you value your company at today? You know, you're doing six hundred thousand dollars a year in AR, growing one hundred percent year over year. That's a great question. Um, for me itself, I think we're building a Decacorn. So that's my target to really put a price on it. I really don't know at this point. All right. What's the team size today? How many folks full time? We have 10 full time people on the team right now. And are, how many are engineers? I would say 90%. If I count right. my co founder also as an engineer. So most of the people on the team are technical. They're doing daily customer support, which our customers also love. Uh, so we now recently uh, added one commercial uh, member to our team, and he's now focusing on making sure that we can do also more outbound that really can have like, uh, yeah, the great mix of having that PLG motion, but also with larger uh, enterprise customers. Is that well. what you're betting on? I mean, how do you double, triple the company? Are you going to rely on an outbound model or are you going to grow some other way? We, we really believe in doubling down our PLG approach. We do know that there's definitely a lot more opportunity outside of our 
inbounds interest that we can generate. So doing outbound is still the, the right thing to do at this point. Yep. Let's say you go into this fundraising round and someone offers you $5 million at a $30 million valuation. Let's say you had also someone willing to pay you $30 million all cash upfront to acquire the whole company. Would you sell the company for $30 million all cash? Never. <laughs> There's he too much that, opportunity. He said this very quickly, which I love. All right. Very cool. Let's wrap up here with the famous five. TJ, number one, what's your favorite book? My favorite book is actually from the founder or CEO from um, Snowflake. I can't. Frank Swoop, man. It's a good uh, one. Uh, what's the name again? Do you know? Um, I forget what the book's called, but his name is Frank Slootman and the book is a blue book. Yeah, yeah. It's a good book. Number it's insane. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying right now? Um, Jason M. Lemkin is not really a CEO anymore, but I love the content that he's putting out daily. So I really love his approach. Number three, what's your favorite online tool for building API deck? Whoa, great question. I would say online tool. Can it be open source? Sure. Um, open API specs. So it's more like a concept, but that's really what's driving most of our, our automation and making sure that we can build the right stuff. Number three, how many hours of sleep or four? How many hours of sleep to get every night? Uh, that ranges. Uh, I would say around five. Okay. And what's the situation, GJ? Married, single, kids? Uh, I have a girlfriend, but okay. not married yet. No kids? No kids. All right, GJ. And how old are you? I am now 32. 32. Last question. What's something you wish you knew when you were 20? Um, that you need to have patience, that you can't like uh, brute force uh, any problem, that you need to wait for the right, right moment for, uh, for a certain idea or concept to get traction. So be patient and then you will get lucky. API was launched. API deck was launched in 2018. They're doing $50,000 a month today in revenue up from 25,000 a month just a year ago. So 100% year over year growth serving 75 customers, helping them to connect to APIs faster. They service over 100 connectors right now across nine different categories like e commerce, or HR tools, or CRM tools, they're burning net burn 30,000 per month right now, but they have plenty of cash are sitting on a million dollar seed round raised last year with a cap between 10 and 15 million and looking at raising more later this year as he goes and aims to build a deck of corn. GJ, thanks for taking us to the top. Thank you. Thanks for the invite. Definitely love the interview.